Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. It's Super Bowl week. What's the biggest change the Bills need to make so that they're playing in the big game next year instead of watching? Plus, the Bills' quarterback room looks a lot different than last year. How will that impact Josh Allen? And get out the yearbooks. It's time for the 2021 Bills Superlatives. All that's coming up on this week's edition of the Buffalo Plus Podcast. Welcome back to the Buffalo Plus Podcast presented by DraftKings. Mike Catalana, Dan Fates, I am Jenna Cottrell. We know it's Super Bowl week, but let's talk Bills as we hope that many fans hope that they get to the Super Bowl next year. Mike, what does this team need to do to bolster their chances of, of playing this week? Yeah, I mean, there's a few things that we know, right, that we've seen. But I'm going to say this one thing, and I think it's sort of overall for the team. And I think it's on Brandon Bean and the ability to bring in the right kind of players or emphasize the right kind of players currently on the roster. And I'm going to say team speed, because when I look around the league, I, I see a lot of talent on this bills team, but I don't really see elite speed. And when we're talking about the wide receiver position, when we're talking about the corner spots, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you start out in this defensive secondary with Poyer and Hyde, you're in great shape, but man, sometimes you got to chase down Tyreek Hill and offensively, you know, we saw the difference even Isaiah McKenzie made when he's on the field because there's just yeah. a different level, whether that's more quickness than speed. Right. So I'm going to say overall team speed would elevate this entire roster. And, you know, Dan, that could be at the linebacker position, too. Yeah, it's, that's a good point. It's tough because you, you're starting to see some teams zig on that. Like, like you're starting to see teams like we've said, like New England, like trying to turn this game back into this physical style, mm -hmm. big guys running the ball. Down. Tennessee does that. Um, Cincinnati obviously throws the ball a lot, but like I said, they've got some toughness. Um, I think to me, it's, it's just building around Josh Allen. And I know that sounds like a very general term, but whether that is like Mike said, giving more speed at wide receivers, they need to like, Josh is now the bell cow. Like you have to put, everything you can resources because listen the Bengals aren't a very good football team but you know what they have they've got joe burrow and like they have put weapons around joe burrow it's not just jamar chase it's joe mixon it's uh tyler boyd it's higgins like there are guys on guys for him now that's why i look at it's not just the positions of wide receiver like you need more than digs and knocks like to be big threats and hopefully gabriel davis is like that and i know people will say well, they just didn't use Gabriel Davis. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't, you know, he had a great game, but he, maybe he wasn't there earlier in the year. Whether that's offensive line, just like giving Josh all of the tools, 
right, Jenna? Yeah. No, that's I was going to go off of the offensive line just because you talk so much about how important it is for Allen to have the ability to get the ball to his receivers. And you want guys that are obviously going to be like the Stephon Diggs, like the Gabriel Davis, like the Dawson Knox. We're not sure what Emmanuel Sanders is doing, but it's most likely that he's done with the team. Um, but you want to give Josh time. And I feel like earlier on the season, that was one of the reasons we saw this, this offense really struggle, both at running the ball and then also just in terms of the passing game was because a lot of times Allen just didn't have the time or there wasn't the right people in the right places. I think there's going to be a rebuild on the offensive line um, just because, you know, where they're at in terms of contracts. We know John Feliciano signed a deal last offseason, but it really, I mean, when you look at it and break it down, it's not really a long-term type of situation. Um, so that's something to me that stands out. But Mike, I, I understand the need and the want for more speed. Yeah. But do you feel like that is maybe reactionary because of what happened against the Chiefs? Or do you feel like, no, this team needs to have that that another another level? Yeah, I, I still think the Chiefs are the team you're matched up against. And, and I know it's so easy to go against that. But, you know, if you're starting next year, really? I, I mean, we'll see what happens Sunday. Who are you sure. picking as the best team in the AFC? Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's the Bills or the Chiefs, and the yeah. Chiefs <laughs> beat them. Uh, so you know, even if the, I mean, I and this is not meant to be disrespectful to the Bengals. I that what they've done has been phenomenal, but going into next year, it, it, right? It is still they're the probably Chiefs. not going to be favorites to win their division. The Bengals probably won't be favored to win their division. Really. No, you don't I think with Lamar, I think the Bengals will be favored to win. I the think division. they'll be favored at least. But... Well, because those teams are in odd transitions. That whole division is in a bit right. of an odd transition. Exactly. Now the West could be super loaded next year. The whole yeah. AFC is going to be loaded. And yeah. and when I said that, Jen, I mean in total. And you know what? You mentioned a good point about the offensive line. You know, we see teams run these screenplays and little yeah. slip screens, and the Chiefs do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Even the tight end screen. Uh, you know, I, I say the screen, not to go back to 13 seconds, but they ran that quick little thing uh, to Hill and it gets yardage. Anytime you get the ball in Kelsey's hands, I think you could use that with Knox. Knox, you need offensive linemen that can get ahead of that play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need that athleticism. So to Jenna's point, yeah, I think that would help. And and Dan made the best overall point, though. It's You start with Josh yeah. Allen and you I, I build around look, him. I guess I just look at, like, so many franchises say like, well, we got our quarterback, so yeah. we're all set. Like, all right, he's going to fix every problem that we've got on offense, and the Packers will just draft defensive players forever, <laughs> and then Aaron Rodgers gets really upset about it. Like, he is your guy, you know, again. Support him. Yeah, like the Bengals, you know, they go with Jamar Chase instead of uh, Panay Sewell, and like, yeah. he gets crushed, and he gets killed, and it's like, hey, you got Jamar Chase, though. So, like, you're, you're, still, giving, you're still giving Joe Burrow weapons, and I, and I just look at it as – it would be irresponsible to invest this quarter of a billion dollars in Josh Allen and be like, well, he'll fix all of the issues on the offense. So we'll just focus on the yeah. defense. But teams, I, you're right, Dan, teams do that. They do. And be like, well, like we don't, you know, Josh is mobile. And he's a big guy, Mike, so he can take hits. It's like, I don't, I was going back and filing the game. The hardest hit that Josh took was the Monday night game. Matt Judon came unblocked off yeah. the side on one of them. And Josh looked to the right and Judon came off the left. And I can't, I still can't believe Josh got up. Like it's one of those, oh. those are the hits that you need to avoid. Yeah. And 
like I said, you hope that Spencer Brown is, you know, that piece moving forward at right tackle. But again, we all thought that this offensive line was set at this time last year. Like we're going to bring all, you know, if they bring Feliciano back, yeah. they're like yeah. they got all five guys coming back. Cody yeah. Ford, he put in, he's healthy, you know, all this. And that's not the case. So like, they should have, yeah, they should have brought back the rest of Feliciano. Maybe yeah. would have helped <laughs> for this year. Sorry, John. He's going to be talking about my fat face in the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's fair. <laughs> yeah, you can say that to his face. I'm not gonna say yeah. that. No, I I agree. I feel like Dan, like in terms of, you know, Allen can do it all, but maybe don't make him. Yeah, and yeah. also like, despite what Sean McDermott loves to say at press conferences, this is not a young team. Despite what Sean says, yeah, this team we got a young core guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. In some places, <laughs> they also need to get younger. I don't think they're young at all. Right. But if you listen to Sean McDermott, he will tell you they're a young Tremaine Edmonds. He's young, young, but like, there are some other pieces. Again, These guys are in their primes, the prime right. years. Poirier yeah. hide. Like yeah. again, after that, you, you're real inexperienced. Allen's, Allen's going into his fifth. Yeah. Yep. So's Edmonds fifth so, year yeah. in the NFL. No, you're in your prime. Diggs is in his prime. Poyer and Hyde are still in their prime, but they're on a few years ahead of everybody mm -hmm. in terms of that. No, no, no. You Where you have youth that you need that step up is certainly on the D-line. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the older guys, I think, are going to be gone, mm -hmm. and you're going to expect it's got to be Basham, Epinesa, and certainly Rousseau, who show you something this year. And that when I think of speed, I think of that athleticism. Hey, I think Rousseau's got that. Yeah. But I think obviously that's a big part of it for those moments, those moments when look at the Bengals. And if I hear one more person tell me they had a great defense, the first half in that game with Kansas city, they it should have been four drives, yeah. four touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They made plays in the second half because they, they sort of backed off like the bills did the first time they played the chiefs and let I have to say, let Mahomes make mistakes. And that's what he ended up doing. So I think they're there to to Dan's point because of Burrow, but because their D line and their defense did make some plays, which is what you need. Daniel, um, the Bengals and the Rams. I don't know if you guys knew this. They don't run the ball really well. Like they're, they're both in like the twentieth and twenty third yeah. in yard. I just, I, yeah. I honestly, I think my head would have exploded if I didn't get that in on a podcast. But they, they I was use told in in the. In the past, he's pretty yeah. good in the past game. He right, but again, I was yeah. told that like you have to be able to run the ball to like Dan, you take everything and make it, it all see, or nothing. See, that's, that's I just I just all I had to do is sprinkle that one. I just, that's my all-time favorite I one. Like this is how your brain works, though. Your brain's like it's either everything or nothing. It's like, no, you can be a pass heavy offense, but still have the ability to run the ball and be better at it than you were, and that's important. Well, this I is like what happened got... last year with the Bucks. This is what happened last year when the Bucks got hot. And everybody's like, look at how overall well-balanced the Bucks are. Like, again, teams get hot at the right time. Joe Burrow's playing well. I wouldn't even say Joe Burrow still is not playing at the level anywhere near Josh Allen. Like, everybody's like, Joe Burrow's playing great. Yes. He's tough. He's that. He is that Moxie. heart and soul of that team. Like, like that is what oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, for sure. By the way, but I think we Josh got a did little for two games. Oh, yeah. it was incredible. Unreal. I think we got a little glimpse of what Jenna, the mom, is going to be like <laughs> as she scolded her son Dan 
and just put him in his place. You have to do your work. It has to get done. Nope. My thing is, it, and I've known Dan. Dan, how long have I known you now for? 2015. Okay. Yeah. So some sometime. I always felt like you were either all or nothing. It was either one way or another. It doesn't There's sound no like in me. between with you. There's <laughs> no in between. Oh, well, it There's... doesn't really sound like me. Yeah, no, not at all. You got to pass the ball a thousand That's times. That's my wife. I don't, don't think that really sounds don't, even, don't even have a running back on the team. No, you just, I think there's a way. I understand what you're saying about both these teams in the Super Bowl. They don't really run the ball that effectively. But like Mike said, Joe Mixon has been a passing out of, or catching passes out of the backfield. Like that's an important part of their offense. But you have to have another level mm-hmm. go to if things are not going well. And it also sends up the like RPOs and what that can do for an offense. The Bengals are an absolute anomaly of like a team to get to this point. Look, their offensive line stinks. So their bad. secondary is not very good defensively. They've <laughs> caused some timely turnovers, but like they also like, for an offensive line that is really bad, it's like, well, you would think they would put like backs in the backfield to like protect them or tight ends to chip. No, they just let Joe get killed and make unreal plays down the stretch. So yeah. it has been uh, where people, like I said, so often it's the reaction, it's the most recent, you know, it's re- the recency bias. Yeah. The Bengals, like, it's insane that they're here. Yeah. Like, like, like what they went through. Oh, but can I put in a guarantee? Say this is a close game, goes all the way to the end. guaranteed the first thing you hear you know it wouldn't surprise me if we saw these same two teams in (laughs) vegas next year they always say that it's not happening it's just not happening it's not happening mike was right last year it was not the chiefs and the bucks yeah yeah and they're both really good but they didn't make it this time because the chiefs could have lost last year and the bucks could have lost last year and they didn't do you guys have a super bowl pick yet well, you know, Dan's got about eight props going to be going oh, in that game. I'm not shocked by that at all. The Ra- I, I'm a staff. I mean, I love Joe Burrow and what he's done. I've also been a Matt Stafford fan since he was, you know, with the Lions. So I think the Rams win the game. <laughs> I think the Bengals keep it close. Okay. So he's taking the, the Bengals. The Rams win point. the game and the Bengals win your heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I, my brother and my nephew have been Rams fans forever. You know, I don't want to be that guy. Like, I have no reason to, you know, root against them. But part of me for Cincinnati, I know Bills fans are like, oh, they'll get it before. I, great. Let the Bengals yeah. win the Super Bowl. If they win it, awesome. Yeah. It's Cincinnati. You've been yeah. to Cincinnati? It's, you know, no, it's like here. It's like Buffalo. It's one of those cities. No, Very I provincial. I they like love their team. Better. <laughs> I don't love the chili, but I'm not a big chili guy. It's nothing against Skyline. I feel like, I feel like but... Buffalo's LA compared to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, not really. They're very similar cities. Very similar. They have yeah. baseball. Buffalo has hockey. Like yeah. it's what it is. It's what yeah. it is. So for them, good for them. and LA. I'm hearing about the league is better without. Nobody's paying attention to the Chargers. They're all paying attention to the Rams now because they're really good. Let yeah. the Rams go seven and nine again. You know, Jeff Fisher coaching, and mm-hmm. and then LA won't care about them again. So for yeah. right now, maybe they got it all together, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Bengals win. I feel like for Bills fans, it's just house money not having the Chiefs in it. Yeah. Like that's kind of my my overall perspective is like I, I feel like Bills Don't fans. Get Jenna be, started on Chiefs fans. Really Jenna up. hates the Chiefs. 
I don't hate the Chiefs. I hate when Chiefs. she gets a job in Kansas City. We're gonna have to I delete hate- all this footage. <laughs> <laughs> Just some Chiefs fans were very vulgar, and I did not appreciate that. Because Bills fans are stand up. <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> Stand up citizens in the, in the stands. I would like to think so. Um, yeah. All right. Either way, I feel like it'll be a, a good. Su- I'm just hope. I'm. I hope both teams have fun. How about there that? I love if Matthew Stafford won. That'd be cool. He's been through a lot when he was with the Lions. If the Bengals win, that's cool too. I just hope for a good game. All right, we're going to talk about the Bills and their QB room, but first we have a message from our sponsor coming up. All right, everybody listen up because you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. The Super Bowl is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL is here with a huge offer. They're counting down to Super Bowl 56 where new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on the Bengals or Rams to win. All you got to do is bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That is right. Bet just $5 on the Rams or the Bengals win the Super Bowl and DraftKings Sportsbook will give new customers an additional $280 in free bets if the team they choose wins the game. Now, if the Sportsbook isn't available right now in your state, you still have something to play for, so don't worry. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at a million dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. I use DraftKings. I love it. So remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code BUFFALO+, Plus, all caps, no spaces, and get 56 to 1 odds on the Rams or Bengals. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. Remember, that's promo code Buffalo Plus at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, Mike, what do you make? Because we know there's going to be some changes moving forward. Obviously, Ken Dorsey is now offensive coordinator. Joe Brady will be in there. Not sure in terms of what other players will be in that room around Josh Allen. So there's a lot that's going to be different going forward. Yeah, uh, I think the Giants are creating the nature versus nurture experiment with Daniel Jones. If they can create the same room around him, he all of a sudden becomes Josh Allen. Good luck with that. Um, On the Bills side, uh, it is going to be different. You know, we talk about coaching and we talk about – how Dable in his ear and all those things, which I think has been an immense help to Josh. Yeah. And, but the fact that he's moved forward, you know, and he's gotten so much better and he's had Dorsey there. I think when the room changes a little bit, I mean, Josh is tight with the whole team. He'll handle it fine. But Dan, I'm thinking, you know, if Mitchell's gone and now Davis Webb is gone, it's just, it's a different vibe. It's a different dynamic. It's, it's now that could be a good thing. And I don't mean nothing against those guys. He loves those right. guys. But I think when we talk about, you know, re restarting things next year and being on it maybe earlier, and maybe it, it causes a little more attention to detail in the off season, it is going to be different for him. Yeah. Uh, change uh, isn't always a bad thing. Like if you wanted to change and like get rid of your old car or like if you wanted to change, you get like new things like or new adventures or new jobs. Like it's not always a bad thing. Like sometimes people are always so like stuck in their ways. This is just these are hypothetical situations. These are these are hypothetical talks that, that I would just, you know, scenarios. She bought a hat. Look, I bought a hat. <laughs> Do you have something to announce? <laughs> 
I, I hear what you're saying because we we had said that the continuity is great, but that the message sometimes can get stale. So so the, there will be new pieces around, and I love uh, Joe Brady as the quarterbacks coach uh, coming in. Look, he was a guy that you know, obviously he made you know all of his headlines and all of his money for you know what he did with LSU's offense, and it was incredible. And and tailoring that offense for Joe Burrow, I don't think again it kind of gets lost a little bit from what the debacle was with Carolina. But when he came in and, and Joe Burrow, they wanted to like be, have him under center because uh, he finished out the end of his junior season and it just wasn't right. Like it wasn't good. And they brought Brady in to run this spread offense that, that fit Joe Burrow more. And you saw the success that they had when LSU won the national championship. So like, I love that, that I, I think that's a, a fresh face. And again, putting more people back around Josh, that will challenge him, that will push him, that yeah. will that aren't too egotistical or set in their ways to not roll with what Josh's strengths are. Like, yeah. like you, you see these young offensive minds, and I know we joke around, it's anybody that's had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay, but like those guys have, have been able to adapt their systems and their ideas offensively to their quarterback strengths. And I think that, that that's why I really like. Look, Sean McVay had a really good offense with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now I know it's based a lot about running, but like Jimmy saw to make plays and you just go around that. So I, I like the fact that they are, they're putting, as I said before, Dorsey being a quarterback's guy um, and, and Joe Brady being a guy that I think can really just tailor and be that fresh set of eyes for Josh. I like. Yeah. I think this is too, where we get into the point of this is Allen's fifth year in the league. We know he's the guy. And like, this is what happens around the guy is things change and things progress and things look different. And I think him having the relationship he has with Ken Dorsey is also huge. Like they have that familiarity. They really know one another's skill sets. And I think that is a positive when you bring in a new guy like Joe Brady to be the QB coach. Um, but at the same point, I also feel like Allen has done uh, such a phenomenal job since his rookie year of navigating those yep. relationships. And like, I got to give the guy a bunch of credit because I think the, where he was, you know, being essentially told in the beginning that he was the backup quarterback being thrust then into the starting position when he wasn't assuming that would be the case. The bills weren't either. I feel like he's done a really good job of handling everything. And this is just the next progression. Yeah. And I feel like earlier on the season, when we saw this bill team be a little bit unmotivated or streaky or all those things, I felt like it was because of the success they had that season before in the AFC championship game, being there kind of being ahead of schedule, so to speak, and having the expectations of this is a team that's going to be really good. I feel like because of where this team is coming at now going into this year, it's that grind type of mindset because of how the way everything fell apart against Kansas city. Maybe some people think that's wrong, but I think that is going to be a motivating factor throughout the entirety of this upcoming year that I like, I, there's no doubt in my mind that for every guy that's going to be on that, on that team that was in that game, this off season, that's going to be in their mind and that's yeah. going to be another chip on their shoulder. So I, I feel like Joe Brady has done a lot for quarterbacks like Joe Burrow and we've seen what he's been able to do. And I think he's a guy that can be there to challenge Josh in a new way, but also there's the stability around Allen to kind of have that ability to do what he does mm -hmm. best and, and take advantage of all that he can do and the, the skills and tools that he has. Jenna, you made the point about the way he navigates it. I think that's important. Um, 
let's be honest. Now you have, you don't have Brian Dable who is, was around the league, yeah. you know, was with Bama, was with Belichick, has all the Super Bowl rings. I mean, he's been part of those teams. So now you're Ken Dorsey in his first time. And Josh Allen, let's be honest, he's taken another notch up. He's yeah. now, the only thing that keeps me from saying superstar, he's got every part of it. He just hasn't won. He hasn't gotten mm -hmm. them to the Super Bowl. That's the only thing. I mean, yep. he's playing in Pebble Beach. He's a star. He yeah. just is. He physically is that all those things. So now he's coming in. Now I have a first-time head coach. I have a guy whose first experience in the NFL, Brady, was not a great one, right? It's a different room. He may have, I don't know what veteran quarterback, if we're assuming Trubisky's gone, meaning the room is different. It's all different. But Allen has been so good at that. When it would be easy to say, I walk in. This is what I like. This is the way yeah. I want to do it. Believe me, a lot of them do that. That's the way they operate. And for some guys, it just works that way. Yeah. I don't believe Josh Allen's wired that way. I just, I don't think he is. I think he's an inclusive guy. I think he yeah. knows his place, but he doesn't take advantage of it. And I think that's what has made him so popular uh, with his teammates is he doesn't big time anybody. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that I guess maybe has me a little concerned. And I don't know how they like to say this correctly is that Josh came in with such a chip on his shoulder and such a long path to climb from this guy that was pretty much labeled a bust before he even took the field to now becoming this guy that plays at Pebble Beach that is in commercials that yeah. is turning into a star yeah he is a star to Mike said like the only thing is like maybe there's that the super in front of him but he's he's a star in the NFL and that he's starting to lose things that have come that, that have been familiar to him and comfortable. And yeah. I think, especially early on, I know you guys are talking about early on, I'd like to have that guy be comfortable. They talked about even Brandon Bean said when they brought in Dable and they brought in Josh was like, we need stability at this position because you can look at so many other teams. They have one bad year with a rookie quarterback and they fire the OC and then they get a new, everything changes. They've done a really good job at that. And now I just wish there was, and again, like we've said, Dorsey is that stability. Yeah. Safety blanket. But, you know, you know I, I don't see Matt Barkley anymore. You know, it looks like Davis Webb is going to the Giants. Um, you know, I know Trubisky was new, but, like, you started to see Shea Tierney was the assistant quarterbacks coach yeah. with Dorsey, who came in with Dable from Alabama, and now he's with the Giants. So, like, there are a lot of new things that I guess just has me, whereas Josh is ascending into that superstardom mm -hmm. where all of a sudden Josh looks around and doesn't see people that he has seen before. That's my one tiny concern as to things changing um and again maybe they do go out and get maybe they bring barkley back but hey we are no longer going to have davis webb josh allen practice runs yeah races and that I, is I, very sad to me i think they do the i don't they're not getting i don't see a matt barkley coming back i see what they do I is either. i mean they they were able to bring in a guy with skill like trubisky uh they want a backup that can play if need yep. be because we're now talking about and I say this to fans all the time. Nobody's replacing Josh Allen, but you no. might need him for a game or a week or two weeks, right? In that kind of case. I think that they are a team that there's there's guys who've been around the league who would want to be Josh's backup. Sam Darnold. Oh, I don't – I feel like for Sam Darnold's ego, that is a tough – Yeah, but he's going to be in a tough spot. Going yeah, forward. you're right. I mean, why Same. not be with your friend? Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Palmer. Is what is 
to what his uh, relationship was with Brady when he was there. But that that's a, that's an interesting yeah. name. Look, Carolina. I don't know what they're doing. I just don't know what. Neither they're do doing. they. Yeah. Neither do they. And so it, it's tough to judge in that way. But I I think Jenna made that point of Josh navigating things. It's going to be different. It, hey, yeah. let me tell you something. If you looked at this past season, it went through almost like they had a lot of change. Mm-hmm. There was ups and downs. There were weird moments. There was some yeah. bad games. There was losing right, the opening game. But that's why I'm saying, like, they always had Dable. Like, you you had that yeah. guy that, like, was, like Jajena said, he was the binky. He was the safety blanket. <laughs> he was that warm bottle of milk at the end of the night. Like, that was that was Dable and him. Yeah, but you have Dorsey and that the relationship that him and Ellen. So, so here's the only thing I said about before. this, is that there is also a very big transition. I'm just saying this from my played college sports, that, like, there was always a time when you had, like, the grad assistants who were, like, the guys that you would go out and drink with, like they were the coaches, like they were like the, the mediators and they were like, Oh, he's the catcher's coach or he's the out there. He's the hitting coach. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when they became like a full-time coach, they weren't a grad assistant anymore. And then they had to enforce the rules. It was like, who the hell's this guy? Like, what was that guy that we were going out getting buckets of beer with? Like all of, the, all of a sudden now you're going to tell me to go run laps. Like, I don't yeah, like Ken, this anymore. Ken Dorsey's also 40. He's yeah. not like he's 22. I'm just saying where it's like, so you need some coaches that are your friends and you need some coaches that'll, That'll ride you. But you don't think that Dable was both of those things to Allen? Correct. I don't know if Dorsey was both of those things to Allen. That's my point. Val, I don't you know got if him Dorsey was know. more. Fr- you got him again, Val. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I, that's what I was saying is that I think Dable was that. I think Dorsey could have been just a friend. Yeah. He was his coach. He's a quarterback's coach. Okay, yeah. I think Josh has a lot of respect. And I, I I see what you're saying in terms of that. If it was maybe somebody uh, a little younger who ha- had been more one of these upstart kind of guys. Yeah. Um, look, also, I, the biggest thing, too, is how much do they want to change? How much do they want to change the offense? How yeah. much do they how much influence does Sean McDermott have on what they're doing? I mean, he elevated these guys. Ooh. Actually, yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, I love Dable, but from the moment McDermott seemed to um, get ticked off, the offense changed, and eventually, it it helped. It it did help them. It did help them. Dan, you even had to admit they became more physical. And yeah. Singletary helped them, and then Josh went crazy in the playoffs. How are you yeah. going to spin your way out of this? Yeah. No, 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 because I gave myself the out where I said, like, defenses are worn down. Remember, that's uh, why it was easier uh, to run the ball. <laughs> I said that. I said defenses are tired. It's an extra game of the season. Oh like, it was all these gosh. things. Like, it was just easier to run the ball. Oh, my God. Yeah. I will Not say, obviously, you don't want to see this Bill's – offense go back to the ways of like nah they're not which i don't it. think it'll be that but it, like of just like running the ball the first a- oc that sean mcdermott hired was wait, rick wait, wait. oh yeah rick was, was yeah rick. but look at what they had then he also i also feel like yeah rick Dennison. yeah <laughs> quarterbacks coach was david cully that's true yeah. who had never coached quarterbacks before <laughs> he had never coached quarterbacks. wide receivers coach for the eagles Yes. Uh yeah. There's there's changes coming. I I will rely on the fact that Allen is now in year five. I also think 
Dan, you talk about like the relationship Dorsey and Alan have. I also think Alan is very self-aware of what he needs to work on. Like, I feel like he's one of those guys that's very self-motivated of like, I want to do this better and that better. Like he's critical of himself. Maybe some, like maybe sometimes to a detriment, I feel like, Mm -hmm. but that's a part of it as well. There's going to be changes though. There's probably every year. Yeah. And while there's been stability around Alan, there, there are fluctuations with every season. Yeah, he's self-aware. My guess is he's hitting five buckets of balls today. The <laughs> shots he missed at Pebble. Great throw, though. Great throw. Yeah. On the broadcast, they said he was out there grinding more than the pros because he didn't want to embarrass himself. It was, like, relatable. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's motivation. One of us. One of us. He had a great bunker shot that made it on TV. He great did. And that's, I actually put that on the news. As someone here, uh, I believe you kids would call it a flex. As someone who has played that course before, it's frightening. Wow. It is awesome. It is wow. scary. And there were no cameras following my dad and I around when we were playing on that thing. So it is it is unbelievable. When did you there. guys play? That was 12 years ago. It was a uh, charity event that we had gotten a chance to go. Played all of them. It was, it was unbelievable. That's that cool. place. Yeah. So Josh uh, and I will talk about it someday. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sure you will, you guys. <laughs> but are you friends or are you able to be critical? <laughs> I'm able to be critical. You know, I can separate the two. <laughs> okay. You guys know I'm right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't agree with you at all. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's have more fun because last year we did this and it was enjoyable. The uh, Bill Superlatives as the season wraps up. So we have a couple categories. I'm going to preface it by saying this. If you pick a player for one category, you cannot pick them again. All right. So so let everybody know what we're doing here. Because, okay, you know. Superlatives. It's the superlatives. It's best like hair. The, the best dressed. The yearbook. Last clown. I'm skipping best car. Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Coolest nickname. Yep. Social butterfly. Future president. Speaks the least, says the most. And I thought we were going to trim this list down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot on here. But All right. So we'll, we'll move it along. Yeah, it was to say. All right, Daniel. The one caveat is if I name a person for one category, he cannot be used again by myself. Yes. That's the we like right. to spread around. I we want to make things a little that. more even. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Michael. <laughs> Best hair. I, I hate to be cliched here, but he even talked about it. He gave his grooming tips this year. He sat in there and said, don't dry your hair out too much. Less shampoo, rare sham- rarely shampoo. He goes conditioner. I think he said three days a week. Yeah. We're talking about Dawson Knox. Yeah. Like every human being in the world is jealous of the ability to have that much hair. Maybe not everybody wants it to be so curly, but come on. That's uh, it's spectacular hair. Especially you, Mike. <laughs> I'm I'm not quite to Sean McDermott's jealousy level, but come on, I mean, like his teammates are jealous of that. Yeah, I do remember Dan. You were there too. We talked to Knox a couple years ago now about his hair care, and I guess as a rookie, he had to straighten his hair. And <laughs> <laughs> yep, That's and all the guys were ragging on him, and <laughs> they said he looked like Lord Farquaad from Shrek. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I guess Shaq Lawson didn't realize the Bills' former defensive lineman didn't realize that he did it as like a like Doss did, Dawson did this as a part of like rookie hazing, not hazing, but rookie being a rookie. Right. And Shaq was like, you know, man, it really doesn't look that bad. And Dawson was like, that's when it got even worse because this guy was trying to help me out. Oh, I just love that so much. That story, Ward Farquad, is just such a a visual. Dan, do you have one? Yeah, I'll go outside because obviously Knox is the layup. Obviously, Mike got to go first, seniority, all those things. Yeah. I'll throw I'll throw a curveball out there. What about Cole Beasley? He had he had some serious flow throughout the year. Okay. I remember talking to him at the end of last year. He hadn't cut his hair since arriving in Buffalo. Okay. And then and then he did the real short on the sides. He had the man bun. And then the eventually he cut it. But I, I thought he had the man bun, actually. He had some long hair. Like he was twice as long as Knox. Yeah. Okay, but if you give it to Beasley, you got to give it to Chad Hall. They have to be. Together. I was about to oh, say, touche, okay, Chad Hall, yeah. the receivers yeah. coach, runner-up. Yeah. Because where was I? We were. I was. I was in the tunnel, walking out onto a game, and Chad Hall walked out, and people thought he was Cole Beasley. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. It's not just fans. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah that's fair. Um. All right. I don't really. I feel like you guys took like the two good ones. I would say. I have one person, but I don't want to name him yet because I feel like he's for another category. Okay. All right, let's go to best dress. I'm going to start with best dress because Emmanuel Sanders is best dressed by far. This man is decked out in designer. He always looks good. His wife looks great too. Like the whole family walking into the Bills locker room, I was the fit was always very well done. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, veteran. Um, He's embraced it. Uh, You you know, if you follow, like, the Bills when they're getting on the plane, guys have that look. If people aren't familiar, you know, the way those guys travel, basically they wear a suit that they're going to turn around and wear. I mean, going back, it's limited, the stuff they bring. They're only at a game. They're they're only there 36 hours. Um, God, it's been so strange through the years where they used to travel, and I think Rex let them – wear whatever they wanted. Yeah, Some teams yeah. were a tie, like whatever it is, but the players embrace it. And, and look, if you're going to beat out some other guys who have been strong. I mean, he's a guy who could be in every category too. We know Mike is one of those guys yeah. always looks great, but I'm, I like your pick on Sanders. I, I was thinking about that. That's, and he's been doing this way pre yeah. Buffalo. It's been yeah. a look for him. That's Dang a layup guys. It's Diggs. Oh. I mean, he's, he's, he's on GQ. Like oh. it's, it's oh, Diggs. Fair. And and yeah. he's got the smiley hat, like which I was do like, like the, the smiley hat, which was like the star of the of the of the week was because he wasn't feeling very happy, so he can even cheer himself up Wearing with hat. his outfits and being best dressed. Mm, that's true. There's who would you say you guys dress the most like? Oh God, <laughs> no, you don't have anyone, Dan. You have a lot of style. I feel like I feel Micah, like I no, hey, Micah wears a hoodie during training camp <laughs> underneath his pads. So Micah and I, because we wear a lot of hoodies. How about that? Um, I'll say I dress the most like Brandon Bean. (laughs) Wears a golf shirt, wears a suit, and a tie. So there we go. That's fair. (laughs) I don't know. I wear a lot of jeans and T-shirts, I feel like, and sweatshirts. So more relaxed. Yes. That's more me. Okay. Uh, Class clown. Dan. I mean, I think we're all going to pick the same one here. I think this is the one we saved for. Uh, it's got to be Isaiah McKenzie. Um, he is the, although he's the most open about it, obviously, face of the franchise. I think there are other people that are funny behind the scenes 
But vocally, uh, especially on the social media aspect, it is definitely Isaiah McKenzie, the guy that doesn't train at night, goes home, eats Chick-fil-A, a Snickers bar, a Diet Coke, and then plays Fortnite and then goes to bed and runs faster than most people in the NFL. He also will be the social butterfly category. He will also win that one as well. Let's think it's Mike. Do you have anyone different? I feel like that's like God. Yeah, be- I mean, he's he he would he would fit a lot of categories. Uh, yeah. I, I again, I could name him in five. So I'm I'm going to go on yeah. with Dan. I'm I'm agreeing with Dan. Yeah, no, I think that's the unanimous. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Josh though is also hilarious. I mean, apparently, everybody Josh is the big kid. Like Josh is also hilarious around. A goofball, yeah, yeah. That's what I've. That's yeah. That's I feel like I feel like John Feliciano. Like all the guys talk about how funny he is. Yeah. We just we don't really see that side. I feel like in interviews it's very, <laughs> <laughs> very calculated. Very. I mean, I give him. I understand why. Um, but again, Josh would be the kid at gym class when they're not looking. He would throw the golf ball instead of hitting it and be like, "Wow, look at that shot! Unbelievable!" Yeah, that's yeah. probably pretty true. All right, coolest nickname. Hmm. Hmm. Josh doesn't have a nickname. He really doesn't. No, he really doesn't. Like, this is actually kind of hard. Do any of the Bills really have... Great nicknames? Great nicknames. Well, like, I thought of, like, Smoke, obviously, for me. Yeah. Like, that, I, that's... great. Yeah. Isn't Isaiah's a little dirty or something? A little dirty, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't even I don't know what that is. I mean, you know, Dion goes by what? The snowman. Snowman. Oh, the snowman's yeah, pretty good. And he plays that up a little, but it's just Dion. I don't know if that's necessarily like a great I always think of a great nickname as one that just well, that does probably fit Isaiah. Uh <laughs> that really fits the guy. I don't yeah. think have nicknames. Motor. Just, yeah, motor is good. Motor's motor good. works. Motor is good. I feel like he's the only one that really has a nickname. That's what I'm saying is I don't think of them as as a big nickname. I, I just you don't see it as much as no. it used to be. Let's bring that back. Okay. Does Dawson Knox have a nickname? Because he didn't he the stiff arm. Key Bass. Tyler Bass. Key Bass. Yeah. I mean, it's first initial last name. Yeah, it's not really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're stretching here. Okay. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. Who? What? What's Sean McDermott's nickname? Oh, oh. Mac Daddy. That's it. <laughs> That's yep. nickname. Which I don't understand how that is. Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy. Eating yes. raisin brand. Okay. <laughs> Future president. I have one for this. Okay. Because he's serious and thoughtful. If we're going with a an adult as president, which we don't always see, or sometimes too adult, if you know what I mean. Uh, how about Mitch Morris? Ooh, I can see that. I have Smart, my Smart, yeah. thoughtful, yeah. sees things, yeah. very That's much great. likes to work see, with people. He'd yeah. be a good president. He I'm going to go with Mitch Morris. I'm going to go with Micah Hyde. Like, come on. I mean, he can... He's seen it all. He's a veteran. He has good perspective. His family is adorable. Like, I would believe anything they said. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yes. He he would have a lot going for him if he wanted to yeah. run. Josh has the thumbs up. Like, Josh has <laughs> has the he political, does. like, the walk around. Historically, I don't know if that's like... Well, I'm just saying, like, he just goes around shaking baby, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies. <laughs> he's, he's not, not, shaking, not babies. shaking babies. Yeah. <laughs> not shaking. I'd say this, but I, I could go... 
I could go with Manuel Sanders because I think also okay. like what like his great quotes uh, from him. Great quotes, also experienced. You know, much like he's 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 played with you know some great guys and has seen the country. Yeah. So I'll go with Emmanuel Sanders there. Um, and Josh, I see Josh as more of senator because yeah, it's not as you know you can be you can you know what I mean. He doesn't he doesn't want all that. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Good and Josh isn't Josh isn't serious enough. Yes. So he can be a U.S. senator. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. do they do? what do they do anyways? <laughs> Um, okay. The final one speaks the least, says the most. Hmm. Well, we've had these before, and I know the guy we mentioned yeah, we last also, yeah. year would be a good one. Um, who was it last year? I don't remember. I believe it was Star. Star. Yes. Okay, yeah. And then he decided not to play at all last year. Yes. So going in, that was going into last year. Hmm. Um, dang, I missed one. For, I oh, you for missed class the clown. We could have done Ed Oliver. I feel like he's always joking. Yeah, we also could have done Trey White. Could have done yeah, like, Trey White too. Mario like Addison too. Mario Addison was what I was thinking about here. Speaks the least. Now I think he's more vocal than we know, but yeah. what we have gotten to see in the media. He's given some great quotes too. And he was the one after Mike, when we were in uh after the Saints win, and it was after the Colts loss, and he was like, Oh, we got our ass kicked. Yeah. And now we and we came back and we we wanted to kick some ass. And it was yeah. like, Yeah, that's a great quote, man. Like, yeah, that's a football quote. I um I got one for you. I say Levi Wallace. Mm, I like that. Because when Levi talks, I really enjoy hearing him. Yeah, he's 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 got a combination of being humble but confident in himself, which he's needed. That's good. And the way he's been able to do that. And look, in that secondary, you got Poyer, Hyde, and Trey. Yeah. And, you know, and we know Poyer talks. You've yeah. seen him mic'd up, mm -hmm. you know. Micah's a, a, a speaker for the team, and Trey's just nonstop. So <laughs> Levi just sort of takes it all in. And then, hey, you know what? While we're talking about him, I still want to see him back. I, I, I know maybe somebody will pay him, but you'll miss that guy when he's gone. It's easy yeah. to pick on him. It's easy to say, yeah, really? Tyreek Hill beat him across the field? He, he beats everybody across the field. So yeah. I don't I know. Agree. I'd like to see him re-sign him. Um, I think for me, this is a guy that we don't really talk too much. And when we do, it's not exactly like – but Matt Milano, I feel like, says a lot in the room. Like I feel like he's a guy that is motivating to his teammates because he doesn't say – all the stuff all the time like he's not really i feel like he's not really a raw raw type of guy as, at least not outwardly to us yeah. but i feel like when he does speak his teammates do respond because he's not usually the one in that position yeah they they've they've pushed uh his linebacker partner there as a guy to speak for the team yeah but and i don't I know how much i don't want to say like outside belief there is in that but yeah what what was the superlative again? Speaks, speaks the, least. the least says the most. Okay, because if you wanted to do speaks the least says the least, it'd be Justin Zimmer in a runaway. Speaks the least says the least. What <laughs> really? Because Justin Zimmer just doesn't talk <laughs> at all. Period. 
Who, what about speaks the most, says the least? <laughs> well, sometimes it's Josh Allen. <laughs> Actually, yeah. That's very oh, true. That's, that's yeah, very Ed, true. Ed can get going for a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah true. He gets these going. are fun. I do enjoy these. But I, I'd say I say Ed Oliver does because he yeah. gets going. He's laughing. It's oh, like man. if you embrace the whole thing. And in our world, when you're trying to pick what we would call a soundbite, yeah, Ed's Ed's tough because he's just going and going and going. It's and entertaining. Trey's, Trey's like that too. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to to find out when you're stopping the soundbite because it just keeps the, yes. going into the next one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's very fair. Did you either of you win any superlatives in high school? I think we did this last year. I was I know, worst but car. Not everyone remembers, including oh, worst, car. worst car. Worst car. I had a 1994, 1994 Toyota Privia minivan. That had 275,000 miles on it. 1981. Wow. 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 Okay, wait. Your high school was... Don't tell me. Okay, that's And good. I believe it's... Uh, I might have won, prep? I might have won best hair. No. No. Uh, excuse me. Had the Worst the finger. Middle. Oh, my God. <laughs> like it's because, look, I'm right next to Benny Blunt. See, Benny? And see look me. At you, look at your hair. Look that at is all that great hair. hair. And wow. Benny, the guy next to me, he's the guy that bent my finger. Yeah, he broke your finger in basketball. Yep. Look at that. Wait, wait, wait. Get the side by side with the, the picture. <laughs> yeah, with your hand, too. And yeah, the baldinger finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, you did this to me. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Okay. We're going to wrap up there. I yeah. think I own a worst car now. Actually, I. I, that's yeah, that's, yeah they yeah, memorialize that's the Jenna Cottrell award now. <laughs> <laughs> it's named in my honor this year, though. Getting you didn't win car. anything, is could you win like uh, best athlete? No, well, no? yeah, but I don't know, most athletic, but oh, really, <laughs> but not no, okay. I had a bunch <laughs> of sports. Actually, I had a picture of uh. I posted it on my story on Instagram of my, my mom sent me this photo from when I was playing girls lacrosse and it was just me standing over this other girl after I hit her to the ground. So it's like, it's like the Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali picture. Yes, I mean, I, yes exactly Muhammad that. Ali, exactly where he's that. got him down on the, yeah. Wow. I told my mom I was the enforcer of girls lacrosse and she's like, what does that mean, honey? <laughs> like, okay. It's not cool. Val. Val. All right, we're going to have plenty more in this offseason as we talk bills and also have a little bit of fun. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Please be sure to like, comment, and most importantly, subscribe. We'll have this content up all offseason long. For Mike and Dan, I'm Jenna Cottrell. Thank you so much to DraftKings for sponsoring this podcast. Be sure to check out the Buffalo Plus channel on YouTube.